guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of our Studio Buck Perspective, and happy Monday to everyone out there. I do apologize that I didn't get this out probably about seven hours prior, which is normally my upload time, which is always midnight uh, Bangkok, Thailand time. But you know, here it is, and we're going to be going over some really, really, really good stuff. I finally found a lot of tools and outputs and all this other great stuff, uh, as well as listening. And you know what, man? I'm so excited about this because, boy, this makes this brings me so much more clarity in terms of what I do throughout the day and the craft that I need to hone in on. Guys, first and foremost, before we get into this, to become more productive and producing that energy and to have those transitions, I want you guys to take intermittent breaks throughout the day. So every 50 minutes, I'm not just talking about closing your eyes and meditating. You need to get up and get that blood flowing. Go take a walk, make a call. And, and, and again, it's not about getting on technology and you know, uh, you know, reconvening with anyone in the technological world because that's more of a distraction than that is, you know, getting those breaks, those, you know, like putting in a break to increase your productivity in general, right? So this is why when it comes to, uh, when it comes to teaching, I love to take breaks about 50 minutes in because in the productivity level, especially with my students and myself, it goes down after an hour because again, sitting down and just sitting down for that long of a time, your productivity level level goes down, all right? And then also, when you guys are like, okay, so what would I do? Okay, for about two to five minutes, go take a, you know, a power walk or, you know, walk around the office if you're working or have a walk around your living room or go outside, get some fresh air. Like me, I could go up to the condo, uh, what is it, the top, the rooftop of my condo, the 30th floor, and enjoy the view of Bangkok City. Uh, and I could do that along with, you know, a little bit of meditation or I could transition meditate when I come back to my chair, my place of work. And again, transition into going from being in a break to thinking about, okay, who needs me most on my A game right now? Right? So again, intermittent breaks and transition meditation. Now, getting into how you could deliver that productive what is it? Oh my God. What is it called again? PQO? There we go. Okay. Performance. What is it? Prolific something. Oh man, I forgot what it was. But nonetheless, this is when you focus all your might into that specific field of endeavor, right? So let me give you a couple of things. A blogger, you know, sometimes when you're doing things, Okay, like procrastination, that's kind of like perfectionism. But it's not a real thing. It's not a human psyche, right? It's really a motivational problem. You're, work, you're not working on things that intrinsically matter to you. It stems from things that don't excite you and engage you and matter to you. It's kind of like when Pat Flynn was interviewing a guy. He's like, listen, I get you to do this because this is work that doesn't intrinsically matter to me is what Pat Flynn was trying to say. So this guy, I don't know, he was like uploading, video editing, doing this, doing that. Again, if you look at Eric Thomas scooting forward, this isn't something that he's going to waste his time on. He's going to hone in on his craft and that is motivational speaking. That is speaking in general. Meanwhile, you have Carl, who's part of the team, who is like the gra the ground staff or like, you know, the, what is it, the tarmac employees at an airport. 
he focuses on all the back work. So that's what you have to do. If you're a parent, maybe you might want to increase frequency of free time to spend with your children. If you're a sales rep, instead of focusing on the things that do not matter to you and you end up procrastinating, they don't excite you, all that stuff, you're going to feel it. You need to focus more on meetings with qualified prospects. How about a graphic designer that, again, more great images? How about academics? If you're an academic, um, you know, focus in on the quality of curriculum. If you're a course developer, obviously you need to focus in on the things that really, really matter to you. And so again, what was it? When I was doing those consultations, I'm like, you know what, man, after about the 20th consultation, I was like, guys, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. A lot of people are like, you know, or I started asking myself like, okay, Arsenio, why? Because it feels like I'm not getting much out of this. You know, I get much more out of podcasting. Now, free consultations, if someone like connects with me on WhatsApp, which I just had another connection with the guy from Turkey, and I've had a couple of other Vietnamese people who have followed me, uh, and Nepalese people who have followed me on Instagram, although they really don't like messaging me back because they're so terrified for whatever reason that is. But when this guy from Turkey messaged me, and I'm like, okay, how can I help you? How can I be of service? Okay, let me talk to him. Or Arsenio, you're so well known out here and this and that, man, I love this and this podcast and that. I'm like, oh my God, this is what I've always wanted. Not the external validation, but the, hey, Arsenio, you have inspired me so much type of message. So this is the stuff that I get back from putting out so much quality content. Now, when I was doing consultations, it felt like I wasn't getting much of a pushback at all. That's why I hurry up and cut it off, especially with individuals who I thought that they were just extreme takers, which was the, uh, the country of India. So I said, okay, no more, no more of that. I'm not doing this anymore. It's not working. I was getting feedback. And I said, let me get back to basics. So again, it's like my Udemy course. Why didn't I want to do Udemy course? Maybe because I knew that Udemy was taking a lot of my royalties uh, I, I had a whole bunch of trolls on there who were like giving me ratings. Well, not that many, but I would get like two star ratings. I'm like, dude, get the fuck out of here, you troll. You don't even know who I'm about. So I hurry up and deleted all those Udemy courses. I hurry up and deleted my profile uh, because, again, I was catering to a demographic that wasn't my demographic. I needed to focus in. So let me give you a focus in that made me feel so inspirational or, or I felt like I was on top of the world. Um, Having someone subscribe to my membership site, giving them the coaching, their coaching hours. So a girl by the name of, you know, Norma, she's Cuban, living out there in Turkey. And, you know, I taught her from 8 to 9 p.m. on a Saturday evening. And to be honest with you, in that one hour that I taught her, that was better than probably my entire weekend working at the other place, the, 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 my full-time job here, my quote-unquote full-time job with part-time hours. Why? Because it was more fulfilling that intrinsically mattered to me because I felt like I was delivering to an overall purpose. It wasn't like me going in a circle where a lot of people were like, man, I feel like that I'm not doing much, doing all this work, working in this school system. It just feels like this doesn't really matter to me. Like I'm not getting much out of it. And that's because again, it's not that engaging. It doesn't excite you. And that's because you're not honing in on that specific craft. All the bullshit, like putting in grades into a, you know, what, what do you call those things that they would open up and write down all the grades or, you know, do this or do the parent teacher, this, that, that that's all shit that you don't want to do. You love to teach. That's what you want to do, right? So again, being a teacher in the school, 
like only 20% of that time is going to teaching. 80% is going somewhere else on fucking activities that you don't like. And that's why these teachers are so burnt out. So if we look at establishing that frequency, right? Um, again, if you're going to become well-known, there's a lot of podcasters out there. I get it. They only upload one episode a week and they get thousands of plays. They're one of those 0.0005% and they cater to a specific niche market kind of like a parenting or a baby and or when you have a baby or all these different podcasts out there that cater to a specific demographic. Um, but again, that's only like, that's like Vines, right? Vines back in 2013, they were huge. Then obviously Instagram and then Snapchat came, boom, Vines were gone. But that landed, the first people who did Vines, they're now in movies. Like that, that one black dude with that really, really nice haircut and shit. I forgot what his name was. King Bash or Bosh, something like that or King Bach, whatever you call that guy's name. Again, he established a niche market and he focused all his talent, active, whatever it may be, on those videos. He probably delegated everything else and focused and honed it on his thing. And guess what? It landed in movie roles. So if we look at my podcast, I said, all right, Arsenio, I need a little bit of competition because I'm blowing out this game. Now, obviously, ESL, English language podcast I'm referring to, there weren't that many people. Uh, Rachel's English, she's more of a YouTuber. When it comes to, I hate to say this, but when it comes to fair skin, we're talking about white people of any, of any country, okay? People of fair complexion, they're more good for video than they are for audio. Me, obviously, I'm good for both, but people aren't, that, uh, that demographic, like when it comes to video, people don't really care about my video because I guess I don't have that blonde hair, blue eyes, fair skin type of thing. So that's why Rachel English, she didn't put anything in podcast form. She gave up like four years ago. Why? Because YouTube was her thing because people would glorify and people would look at her and say, oh, she's so beautiful, so beautiful. Although the content she puts out, it's kind of like, oh my God, this sounds like something a Thai teacher would teach like some Thai kids in terms of their, oh, how to use the verb to be like, like, that's what I did when I started off in season one, no bullshit. But now she caters to video me. I'm audio. So again, this kind of like the only person that, you know, comes close to me in my ESL room, me being the number one in the world is, uh, I think, um, Oh my God. Some, uh, a couple of girls that have a podcast, but if you look at their seasons, they're not that good. I don't know how many podcast reviews and stuff. No, they have about 4,000 reviews. I have like three reviews and one of them's a one star review, probably my family or some kind of troll. Um, but I don't cater to reviews. I don't care about reviews. My fans will speak to me. I don't need that external validation from Apple saying, yeah, you're here. So we're going to put you at the top of the list because if you put me at the top of the list, guess what comes? A lot of other trolls that know nothing about me it's kind of like udemy in that garbage marketplace that they have so in terms of that i'm switching to the business english podcast and now i have some competition because there's business english pod or esl business pod something like that and they did they've been doing it for a very very long time but now i'm entering the room now i'm using their hashtags now i'm gonna be the cream of the crop and this is what's so exciting so guys in saying that i'm gonna give you some prompts that you can hurry up and figure out i've, I've summed up everything okay and i'm gonna make this more detailed on my esl yes i'm gonna put this specific podcast i'm gonna redo it and put it onto my esl 
uh, because I really believe that when it comes to learners and learning and stuff like that, they can increase their productivity significantly. So the prompts are the outputs that matter most to my life are, so me, I focus on speaking. Okay, how what can happen? I can land speaking engagements. I saw my LinkedIn profile go viral uh, as of Saturday morning. It got 500 views in less than maybe 30 minutes. I didn't know what happened. But again, these are people from all around the world. It's like Singapore, National University of Singapore, over here, over there, America. So again, it's because I'm honing in on that area of expertise. Now, Look at other things, some things I can stop doing so that I can start focusing more on that PQO, that basically that prolific, that, that your core genius, okay? What can you do or what can you stop doing so you can start focusing on that? Sometimes we have a tendency of throwing away a lot of our time, which leads to procrastination. That's the specific thing that you need to stop. You need to stop doing. Does that make sense? So again, if I look throughout my day, uh, things that are really boring, again, I love blogging, but my thing is speaking, but sometimes get into speaking and get into that, you know, get into that little, that level of speaking. I need to establish that momentum whenever I can, especially in the morning, because sometimes, obviously, procrastination, that's because, you know, ESPN, okay, today's Monday, so all the NFL games are done, so then, of course, YouTube, okay, I, I ain't got to watch anything, the news is trash, so we already know that. Uh, but a lot of learning, you know, and again, I could learn as I go also. So again, the little things that lead to your procrastination and they do not help you intrinsically and they don't matter to you. Those are the things that you have to stop doing. Now, the percentage of my or your weekly time you will allocate to your core genius and the ways you'll make those things happen are this is again a nice little layout i've actually written out the blog so you guys will be able to check that out and again guys those are your performance prompts finally i got the whole document okay there are probably about 15 other performance prompts as well as the clarity chart and all that other stuff so guys we have probably about a month and a half of this stuff left all right so with that being said guys thank you so much for tuning in to another the Arsenio Buck Perspective. And again, I'm going to give a big shout out to my folks out there in Algeria. Thank you so much for downloading like 750 of my episodes, man. Big shout out to you guys. And again, hey, this is me learning. This is you learning and me and us putting this, uh, putting this together. So stay tuned Wednesday and Friday. Again, that's already available on Patreon. So make sure if you have been a long-term listener, you want to donate $5 a month to get all this exclusive stuff, make sure you tune in on over there. So with that being said, guys, stay tuned for more over and out.